Hello, my name is Hentayumi. I am a cyborg. Welcome to the Gizverse podcast. The show dedicated to the King Wizard and the Lizard Wizard universe. Yo, man, hot take. I honestly think that album is the best album that they've come out with. We need more cookie. A multi-dimensional universe with an invisible face. Welcome to an altered future, brother. Once created by a band, is now sustained by its fans. Uh-oh. <laughs> I hear the road train a-coming, baby. It's a-coming. Open the door to your mind, cause here are your hosts. Tommy O'Neill and France in trunk. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if that was the um if that was the actual start or not. I really wasn't. It sounded a little I, I wasn't ready for it because we were you're like midway into saying a joke and then you just kinda of fucking We have a jump in, we can do that all day. I like it. No, it distracts me. I, I yeah. enjoy it. I hope it sounded good. You know what I mean? I'm a little, a little congested. Long time no see, dude. No, it does sound good. It sounds beautiful. You know, sounds like a voice of majesticness. I'm used to you being sick. I think you have a very low <laughs> tolerance or, or immune system or whatever. You so. think so? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you've been sick a few times, but not on purpose. I mean, it's not like you're deliberately oh, on sick. You don't oh, like get to be me sick. sick real quick. But you also you're not like faking it, you know what I mean? You get you actually get sick, so it just yeah, happens to you a lot. But you do make out with hobos and lick uh, bus stops. That's so and, true. Uh, that's so eat, true. Eat gum that's uh, you find on street lamps and shit. <laughs> Ooh, so. yo, uh, I I hate to start with a, a name drop, but uh, yeah, I, I'm blaming this on the side goodies guys for sure. Uh, I was just I was thinking of like I went to go see them this weekend. And it's like I went the to amount see of joints them this weekend. <laughs> hey boys, the amount of joints that we split and like close conversation. Like, yo, listen, man, yo, dude, good people, man, like, real close. Yo, let me that joint one more time, man. Yo, yo, come here, man. Come here, man. Give me a hand, dude. Like, come here, bro. Like, let's yeah. lick let's lick each other's face. You come know, like, here, fuck man. it, dude. At a concert, like, I can totally see that. Yeah, I'd probably end up a little sick. You know what I mean? I, the uh, risk you take out here, you know. I was on a. Uh... <laughs> very bizarre podcast uh recently that i i was i took shorts on somebody's cigarette i haven't done that oh so fucking long i know it's crazy bro but i was like three beers deep and just like i there was a lot of um uh not i mean art call arguing or whatever but like a lot of back and forth like real fast back and forth so <laughs> I, I, need, I need a cigarette man i did it was crazy. i did i needed a cigarette and i it was luckily it was there and uh wow that, ugh, i haven't done that i'm amazed to dude. hear that yeah well i was just gonna say because i was gonna condemn you but i can't really condemn you because <laughs> i did that recently but that's out of character for me i don't really do that I haven't done that in years, and if I do get shorts, it's by like two people. I really can name right. only two people that I get shorts from. Um, one of them was Julian Mojica, and the other one's Ross Paget. And neither of my—I <laughs> yep. don't think either of them smoke anymore. So, <laughs> oops. Yeah, that's so it. no more. No more shorts for Tommy. In other words. Well, while also in South Carolina, um, some guy also passed around a doobie. Part of like their little friend group, super nice guy. He passed around a joint too. I hit that thing, and then. Whoop. 
an immediate disturbance. I was like freaked out immediately. It was a, a split, so he put like tobacco in there. Ew, dude. I was like, oh, thank you very much, but no, thank you very much, bro. I it was like it was eye opening for me. I, was, I don't, I don't play that shit, bro. I did not play that shit. People that smoke spliffs, they really smoke spliffs. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, they, they yeah, really absolutely. enjoy them, and they will like. F- I mean, I've been in some conversations with people about smoking spliffs. You know what I mean? They are like, yes. I, I'm like, dude, you really like it? And they're like, oh yeah, bro, it's fucking tight. My roommate Carmen Valone is the impression I was just doing there. My previous that roommate, was pretty good though. Yeah, the <laughs> only one that enjoyed them like that. I've been working on a joke about them. That's why. So. uh <laughs> not not in a bad way. I just thought that he was lying about his life for so long, and then I met his dad, and I was like, holy shit. Like, he wasn't lying. In fact, this dude was underplaying the shit that was going on in his life. So No shit, though. His dad was a, f- like, federally a federal offender cocaine dealer back in the day. So <laughs> it was just an insane story. You just did If someone told you it, you would just no way you'd believe it. And I was like, dude, I'm your friend. You don't have to lie to me. Come on, bro. You don't have to lie, bro. <laughs> slowly but surely, we I came to find out. Yeah. Dude, this guy was telling 100%. He doesn't lie. Like, he's the opposite of a liar. It's just so funny that I thought he was full of shit for so long. Um, Yeah. We should get to it, shouldn't we? This is a podcast not about... I don't, I don't uh, care. Oh, oh wait. Whatever. Side goodies. No, that's related. Party, that's related. Care. So you were talking about you side see? goodies and hanging out with them. And you saw a band with them. Crumbin. You familiar with these guys at all? Hell no. I know. I told people the name. They're like, bro, you here are it? like 100% amazing. It was like uh, one of the coolest shows I've seen in like a hot minute. Probably because I haven't been to a lot of shows recently, so that has something to do with it. But awesome, dude. I was vibing very hard. You haven't. That's weird. Least, that's weird. You haven't been well, to a lot of shows. I mean, well, I guess like Levitation. No, I don't know if that's the last of But anyways, it's just not a lot of people coming through Florida. Haven't been traveling a whole lot. This and that, you know. So this was like one of the ones we were very hyped to see. Uh, I feel like a lot of listeners listen to Krugman. They're great. That's a super jammy. Um, the chick, there's a, I think Lisa? Leslie? Yeah. Uh, chick bass player, coolest motherfucker on the planet. Cool. Awesome. Did you hang out with them? I wish. Or, that are you just amazing. speculating? Or is she just cool on the bass? She has the coolest presence ever, dude. She's amazing. Like, very cool. She's like a huge intrigue when it comes to Krugman. Everybody knows her. She's great. Krugman. After this, I have to I have to spell you the name. It's insane. It means uh, I think like jet plane in German. Are they Don't German? Don't quote me on that, please. Not at all. To, to my knowledge, to my knowledge, no. Uh, yeah, we probably listened to them in the past, actually. Uh, it, it was in this really cool like winery. So it was like outdoor venue. So like selling oh, okay. bad beers and stuff everywhere. Oh, bro, awesome! What a great venue. Two huge ass disco balls are just spinning all night. Oh, whole ass vibe. Whole ass vibe. Outdoor is uh wow it looks like you're jerking off uh two, two the boys um you said you haven't been to a lot of shows recently is that because of COVID or just not a lot of bands are touring both all of that it's it's been a weird collection of all that uh I mean Gizzard's back as you see you know uh June June 18th and 19th be there be squared Miami that's an outdoor mm-hmm. venue also Space Park. And uh, speaking of which, we are—I think we are going to make the shirts. Um, thank you for everybody that pre-ordered, and uh, that you guys oh. are real heroes. We're going to give you guys free stickers and whatever we can give you to and for kisses. doing all that. You—you you carried that, so you're 
a hundred percent of the reason that we're going to be moving forward with it. It is <laughs> no question. not benefiting us to do this whatsoever, by the way. So, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, I, we do wish we got some more pre-orders, but we understand that's, uh, not everyone's priority right now. The housing market's insane, you know, Madness. interest rates, food and Biden, you know, all that stuff. I don't know, dude. So it's a lot I, going on. It's a lot going on. Yeah, but we still have uh, pre-orders available, and we may or may not have one or two T-shirts available to purchase. We're gonna see and poke around and see see what we can do. We'll see how it goes. We got some room. We might may we might have some room, but that's gonna fucking come out of our pocket. So we appreciate that. Um. You can check that out on the Instagram. Make sure you follow uh, us on Instagram if you're not already doing that. It's at Gizvers Podcast on Instagram. That's pretty much where you can get most of the updates on the story and stuff like that. Brian is great about posting every single update. He's also up to date on everything Gizverse related. So if you, yeah. if you if you can't tell, he just told me about Crumbling or Crumbin, Crumbgin, <laughs> and he is the king of doing that. I mean, he's been doing that to me since uh, we knew each other in middle school. Just like, hey, have you ever heard of so-and-so? And then, boom, for the next seven months of my life, I'm like, the best band in the world this is fucking... And then another band will come, and then he... Uh, oh, yeah, well, the, it just... He, he, but all, all said and done, his sister did that to him. So it was a good yeah, way... I'm just I, I, it on, I got it passed down. And I, ha I had a couple other friends that did that to me. Thank God, because oh, my brother's... Important. My brothers listen to the shittiest music on the planet. Both <laughs> oh, of them. Man. Both of the, the older brother presents are just shitty music. My dad gave me ACDC, but that was pretty much it. Ugh, it was <laughs> trash. Trash bin. Um, trash bin. Yeah. I'm excited, so, dude. Speaking of, of the Miami show, it's a hell of a flex, okay? I got to say, it's a hell of a flex. What's a flex? For, the, for them to have, first of all, to have a show in Florida, that was huge for me. That was beyond stoked we're like cool let's make t-shirts for it amazing they sell loud that show at an outdoor venue i don't know anything about this venue i know it's like relatively new they have like many little festivals and cool stuff that go on there it's called space park in miami they sell out that outdoor venue i don't know what the capacity is but that's very cool and then add another night it's like bro and that show is almost sold out now too i'm like these guys just out here flexing bro like that that's so cool. And it also gives me some hope that maybe they'll do more Florida shows at some point. I think all Florida fans are going to be in Miami. And, you know, Mike from Saigon, he's coming from South Carolina. So it's like, this is this is a big deal for us Southeasterners. You know what I mean? And for them to, I didn't even know they had a second show. I went to look for, for Joe, our, our buddy Joe. He was like, are tickets sold out? I was like, let me see. And I was like, hold on a second. Yes, tickets are sold out. And B, they added a second show. Like, what? So I bought tickets right then and there, but I was like, is this real? I was like, I was asking on the Instagram, uh, on the Gizverse Instagram, is this for real? Are they, did this really happen? Mike's like, yeah, dude, I already bought tickets. I'm like, what do you mean? What? Huh? So two nights in Miami, that's fucking cool, man. It's fucking cool. That is pretty cool. Um, I hope that they add a third one. And you said flex. I don't, <laughs> I, don't think it's, I don't think it's a flex. I think it's just an opportunity to make money. They haven't been touring in a while. And when you're them, like they. That's the yes, flex. I don't think it's <laughs> a flex is to me like you're trying to impress somebody. But I understand what you're saying. You're like you're impressed and, and proud of them. And it's not in a negative way you're saying that. No, zero percent. No. To me, to me, a flex is like when you dunk on somebody and you. Yeah, that's you know, that's a flex, you know what I mean? Like, but so, OK, I agree. And, but and, I think an equal flex to that dunk is we're going to play one night, hour and a half. 
a show. You know the next show, there's not going to be any repeats. They're coming. The flex is the, this next set you get tomorrow, you ain't never heard this shit. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, what are you doing with acoustic? That's not happen. But, like, they're going to yeah. do something totally different, you know? Like, that's all. Awesome. But, uh, again, that doesn't surprise me because we, we've never. had this conversation <laughs> They get bored of their shit, so it, it it excites them to be like, okay, well, then the next night we can play all new shit. We don't have to fucking so worry about uh, sacrificing fans who haven't seen it because we're just – we'll play it like it's – we're playing to the same crew twice. I've seen comics do that where they're like – they'll headline and they'll be like, hey, I got a second show if you guys want to come. It's all new material, and then the second Amazing. show is literally all new material. It is a flex – but it's also a way to make money because they want to sell out those tickets so that they make the house door deal. So it's the oh, same yeah. with King Gizzard. It's like, yes, it, and it's a flex in a way that they have that many songs, but also deep bench. it's a deep bench. It is a deep bench. It's undeniable. But also it's a great way to make fucking money. And if I know anything about this band, say what you want. They like to make some motherfucking money. Uh, I commented that the other day. My six favorite capitalists. You know what I mean? They're just they happen here, bro. Like they know damn well what they're doing. Like it, it's all good, good groovy vibes, no question about it. And that's what makes it easy to support. But there's uh there's good dough entangled in all of this. And like a band that deserves it more, I cannot think of, my man. No, I I agree with you. I mean, they're putting I anybody that puts out content in the degree that they're putting it out deserves whatever you want to call what they're getting back that they're deserve success deserves a response i mean an outcome yes. i mean whatever that whatever that is whatever that means speaking of which we're 20 minutes in dude we got to do this album are we this really is, this is kind of ridiculous we shouldn't be doing this um yeah <laughs> you know you signed up for this in this podcast yeah i know but at the same time we're passionate fans this album is like 180 million hours long and it, it, it's got a ton of tracks on it, and there's actually a lot of stuff to talk about it and unpack about it. And I don't feel I like agree. editing this thing down. So uh, maybe I'm wrong, but if people see that this podcast is an hour and 50 minutes. I'm concerned about that. Okay, so you know what? So I haven't, we haven't talked about this. I'm throwing this out. Maybe we don't have to talk about every single track. I have like my wow fat, my fat stack. I hope they're different from yours. Maybe they're not. This podcast, know, whatever. this podcast is breaking rules from uh, uh, in and out. Um, you can't break rules when, when there ain't no rules, brother. Obviously, we've upgraded a little bit of uh, production. Um, by we, I mean me. And I know Brian's going <laughs> to update his side as well. The wheels are in motion. Soon. Wheels are in motion. We're going to do that. Um, he's going to do that. I'm going to do this. And combined together, we're going to make a Voltron podcast and uh, – um, we're doing that. So yeah, we can change a little bit. I, I'm I'm happy to change. I'm malleable. I want to get. I want to be better at this podcast. And yeah, I agree. I don't think running down the entire fucking album really is needed. Um, we can hit the highlights and uh, like we talked about the other day. I think we should be doing two reviews, two short reviews, like one when it initially comes out, and then maybe give it two weeks and then come out with another one. That. That's probably the move. I think I think that's the move. I was telling Tommy, I'm speaking to listeners now. I was telling Tommy the other day that my opinion, this, this would be a good segue into the album review. My opinion on Omnium Gatherum today, right now, compared to the first, second, third time I listened to it, is completely different. You know, I'm not saying it's really good or bad. I'm saying so different. Like after 
actually reading the lyrics, actually taking in the songs and like grooving in different environments, whether it be my car, uh, loud on the TV, whatever the case, headphones. I was like, it's just, I, I don't know, man. I felt like if we would have done a podcast right then and there, we would have had to have done another one because I would have been like, wait, hold on a second. I don't feel that way anymore. That's not my true emotion about it anymore. But to your point, I agree 100%. I think we should do like quick reactions to them. Like just like hot hot reaction takes. Well, okay, this is cool. This song sounds tight or this one sucks ass. And then revisit. I, I think that that's the move. I agree with you on that. Rock and roll. All that being said, um, let's get into the album. Uh, and from the, from the future, we got plenty of material that we can go back on and, and, and mess with later. But let's get into it, man. Um, I, this album had a lot of controversy. I posted a couple things that people didn't agree with. Some people did agree with. Uh, I know you posted a couple things people agreed with, didn't agree with. I had conversations uh, in my DMs, my Facebook DMs, my, my, my Instagram DMs all, all over the place, man. This is a controversial album. It's, and it, the album itself is kind of all over the place. What What are your initial thoughts? Do you want to go over the the history and background, or you just let's you want to talk about our initial thoughts real quick? Let's talk about our initial thoughts real quick. Sounds yeah, I'm, good. I'm curious to know, yeah, I'm good to know where you were off rip. Like off rip, I, yeah. I, when you listen through, yeah. Okay, off rip. I love the album. I mean, I, I thought it was one of, if not. It's not their best album. It's one of their best albums. I think it's up there. It's uh, an amalgam album. It has like, uh, say that five times fast. Uh, amalgam album, amalgam album, amalgam album. <laughs> uh, That's it, good. I like that. I it it has so much stuff in it from all their skill sets. They're oh, everybody writes a song almost. I think so. I think everybody except for Cavs writes a song. Um, but that's okay. Mm. I mean, he's like the uh uh, Ringo Starr or whatever you want to call him. Um. He's not. He's probably not going to write keyword star. Keyword star, though. He's probably not going to write a song. Maybe he will. I don't know. Um. So yeah, I. It just hit on every level. The, the reason I can't call it my favorite album is because there is a couple tracks that I was like, yikes. Uh, particularly the, the, <laughs> the rapping. Uh, maybe that's you know not for me. My cup of tea. The white the white boy hip hop. I've said on another. Um, albums, not not my cup of tea, but I I really like hip hop and rap. It's not that. It's just I don't like white guys doing it for the most part. Call me racist, but that that so that it's not my favorite album. It doesn't have a hundred percent cohesion. Where like, you know, Butterfly, re- it really felt like every song was meant to follow the other one. But yeah. finding out the history of this album, it makes sense why that is the case. Um. This is kind of, they they've made quite a bit of mashup albums before, and that's kind of what this album is. Although I do believe it's a part of the Giz universe just as much as um, anything else. But I, yeah, I I really like the album a lot. Some people say that Gaia is where the album starts. Uh, it, yeah, I saw that comment right there. Yeah, it could be argued that. Um, I I don't. I'll say this. I skip two or three tracks in this album and if i'm saying that then i can't say it's like my favorite album from them but i really really liked it i liked it almost more than butterfly 3000 and maybe that's because i heard so much of butterfly 3001 that it kind of fucked up 3000 for me and i I know that's weird but like i i I listened to it too i was like god in the preparation for the podcast i was like fuck man these songs are not my favorite, so that ki- it kind of ruined it a little bit for me. So that's my initial um, response. What was yours? 
Okay. Um, nice. I I don't disagree with any of that. It's pretty cool. Uh, I I was like, okay, so this is a uh, Dumbo too, or this is like Oddman's too. Got you. Uh, a little more inspired than both of them. I didn't feel like uh, Gumbo was clearly 2017. It was like all their stuff from 2017 that they kind of like put together and made a gumboot suit. A lot of fun. Uh, Oddments was kind of like what they were working on around that time, 16, 15, 14, probably. Uh, this, this felt like, I don't know, all their quarantine stuff maybe. And then, well, again, this isn't my initial, I didn't know this initially. So like, yeah, uh, I definitely dug it. I thought dripping tap was tight. I was like, this is cool. Uh, when I the first time I ever heard that song, I was like, this is the gizzard I fell in love with. I was like, this is, this is that driving gizzard, the the robot stop, the I'm in your mind fuzz, just in your face. And then I was like, damn, okay, it's like hey, what is 18, 19 minutes? I was like, that's tight. And then I heard it a couple times. I was like, oh, if they play it live, do I want to hear it? Like, do I want them to take this much time when they play live? I was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about that. So that made me question how I felt with the album. And I had, I really had my ups and downs. The rap stuff I was like, mm, I don't know. Uh, all around, you I, just, like I wasn't rap? too certain. I wasn't told. You certain. like the rap? I like it more today than I did a couple weeks ago. I'll, I'll, I can tell you that much. What do you um, like about the rap, what, what, Brian? What definitely, what definitely leaned into it. This is like you know we've said on the podcast before. We were in a band. We, I did some rapping in that band. So I know it's like it's humorous to think of now, but like we're very into that shit. You know what I'm saying? And like, what really sold me on it initially was Ambrose and his grandma, who's like ninety something. And he's like, he's like, hey, um, talking to the, singing into the phone, and she's singing the um, Sadie Sorceries. So it's like sampling Ambrose's grandma is awesome. I mean, that's really cool. So I, I have love for that. I heard it real nice and loud over in South Carolina, uh, and I was like, okay, I'm grooving. I was feeling groovy, so that certainly helped out. Jamming. But uh, yeah, that jamming dude for sure yeah so that 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 definitely sold me on it so much with gives when, when you know a little more backstory into it you're like okay this is tight you know i i can appreciate it more that's kind of where i'm at yeah i get yeah okay i mean everyone's allowed to have their opinions i just figured yours would be a little more hey, hard yo uh i gotta say uh and i think that that's that's fair for you to say i i felt like that originally oh here we go okay and what do you got you know not like that but, uh, just like my first go ahead sorry my first thought was like this sounds very like beastie boys with the like with the like over you know the 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 secondary track of him spinning they ran in and i was like oh, okay if it, it, it felt like a little dated rap you know what i mean and i feel like the most like cutting edge rap i've heard you know so i was like Okay, the flow is definitely dated. Uh, so, and I still feel that way. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I still do. But, it, but it's not bad flow. Like what he's saying is tight. You know, I'm just like, okay, definitely not one of the highlights on the album for me. But that being said, sorry to keep running on this. If they play that live or when, I don't know, I'm going to go bananas. That's going to be hilarious. Dude, if they do that shit on Red Rocks, that's going to be insane. The crowd's going to go, the crowd's going to go nuts. Bring out Andy's grandma on that joint. It's going to go buff wild in there. Yeah. I've been to a rap show. I think you've been to one or two as well. Um, I think I've been with you to a few rap shows, and just uh, I'm imagining that, and it's just it's funny to me. I would be laughing. I mean, I I'm not. I say, okay, okay. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm taking it a little too seriously. Maybe it's supposed to be taken a little more lighthearted or whatever. But um, anyways, that's one of the tracks that I skip. The first track, uh, I definitely skip. Um, but that's uh. Okay. The inspiration for the album, 
So, um, other than that, what it, it was that kind of like your initial feelings on the album? Initial feelings. Okay. Yes. And you, I'm, I'm very much over that. Past it. And you've done, <laughs> you've done research on it since. I'm guessing, right? We haven't talked yeah, a whole bunch um, about this. No, not at all. I've been, I've been trying to avoid you like, like the plague about it. I almost like didn't want to know shit. I when, when you made that meme, like the, the Johnny Depp meme, I was like, okay. I think that's just Tommy saying that it's fucking amazing. I was like, I don't know if that was like for content or if he really fucked with the album Heavy Duty. But I was like, I'm not even gonna ask. I don't want to ask. I, I want to know it all. That meme, hot and fresh. So that me- that meme of Johnny Depp and Amber Heard was more like, um, every time I think that they have d- have finished perfecting themselves as a band, they put something out there that I'm like, God damn, bro, what the fuck? So like, yes, yeah. favorite album, but like. It was more like every time I think they're done, they keep coming back. So it it was more an inside joke to the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial than anything else. So right. like you kind of have to be paying attention to that trial than anything because their <laughs> their hidden tape. We shouldn't really get into this conversation. I swear to God. But their hidden tape. I could talk about this forever. The tapes of them, dude. I've had relationships like that where the girls are just like arguing in circles and you're trapped in it dude it's fucking and to think that johnny depp could go through that is bananas bro bananas a 50 something year old super accomplished guy that has done it all acting bands producing like he's a child icon like he's done shit he went from sex icon to child icon what the fuck (laughs) bro and then everybody loves him I, dude, it was incredible, and he gets struck to death. So that's really what it is: is that like every time I think King Gizzard, and I know I'm saying that King Gizzard is Amber Heard in this, and I'm Johnny Depp, but every every <laughs> time I think that like I got them figured out, they're like, hmm, and they Psycho. they get me into an argument, and I'm just like, all right, you win, you win, guys, you win. All right, man, they, no problem, no problem. And that's really what it is: is that like you have to be t- paying attention to the trial. It's not just like. That she took a dump on his bed. Everybody knows that she took a dump on his bed. That's not a big deal. By the way, <laughs> he owned the entire pent, all the penthouses in that building. He owned almost the entire building that they were in. She could have shit on any part of that building, and he owned it, and it was his that she shat on. So I mean, her and her whole crew were living up in his penthouses for free. What a gig! Got him, and and Got when him. they divorced, this motherfucker gave her eight point something million dollars and then she came out with all that shit this bitch is unbelievable anyways that's what that meme more represented was that like (laughs) they're getting me for my money they're getting me for everything like this this band got me dude that's what that meme was about but i don't know if people understood that too much maybe some people just saw it for what it like the album thing or whatever but it was a double-sided meme just to clarify just to clarify so that yeah yeah Yeah, i got that just because you brought it up but uh um no, I don't think it's the it's their best album, and it was a part. I do like flaming the Giz verse. It is one of the greatest things to do ever. Oh, it's just oh my like, god, it's so fun! How I agree. mad people get when you have an opinion about something. Like, You're wrong, motherfucker! It's just like goddamn. So <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, true. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I mean, I tell I tell jokes for. I literally tell jokes for a living. So like, I, I it, there's nothing that appeases me more than to do something like that. I don't like to make fe- people feel bad, but to get a little rise out of somebody is classic, bro. That oh my is God. shit. Um, okay, let's get to the it, man. Shit. Uh, bring up your first song. Oh, do you want to talk about the background just a little bit? Because I know you said you did some research. Um, I also did some research. I, you, 
that I gotta be honest, maybe inform me a little bit. That hasn't clicked to me. I don't. I, I I've seen like the uh, kind of like the pieces and okay, pieces coming together, the, and it looks during cool, the production but, yeah. of Fishing for Fishies. They basically recorded with tropic. Uh, they recorded at the house uh, of Tropical uh, Fuckstorm, and Fuckstorm. the two bands yeah. kind of recorded some jam sessions together, entitled Hat Jam. Uh, it was named after the hats worn by various members in the band during the session. Uh, footage uh, appeared on um, How to Gut a Fishy, and it was kind of like a behind-the-scenes documentary. Uh, this is in yes. April in 2019, if you guys don't remember. Um, so elements of the Hat Jam kind of became the dripping tap. That was like the main thing uh, from King Gizzard that they pulled. The Both the bands used this for different albums and different songs for their albums. Tropic Fuckstorm used it for Satanic Slumber Party. Um, Which is pretty tight, actually. Yeah, it's, it's, a, cool. it's a limited edition vinyl. Stop acting like you know this now. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you shit, and now you're like, oh, now you know already? Oh, okay, bro. Okay. No, we were talking about the album cover. You were talking about the album cover. <laughs> like, All right, yeah, but speaking of dripping tap, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> okay, so they released a teaser uh, for the album Butterfly uh, 3000 was included with the band's video um, live in Sydney, which contained 15-second snippet of uh, what was believed. It was like a, uh, they thought that this was going to be a, a fifth. There was a 15-second clip they thought was going to be on Butterfly 3000, but it was uh, Magenta Mountain. And uh, it didn't end up being on that mount- uh, that album. So they were like, wait, what the fuck? And the same day, live in Sydney, uh, 21 was released uh, the band's bootleg program, the seventh live recording in the program, and the ninth overall. So um, it, it, there's like a huge kind of buildup to this album. And that's what I mentioned earlier about once I found out, uh, uh, it's kind of an amalgam album. Stuff's coming from everywhere, and they put it all together. Yeah. Like Ambrose is making stuff with his grandma. They're doing stuff with Tropical Fuckstorm. It, 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 it's a lot going on. And it's the first time that they all came together. This is a trippy note. to to. It's an important one, and I would ask one of them this about this specifically. It's the first album that they were all in the studio for um, since COVID. So before, when COVID was going on, they would like send each other clips of songs, and that's kind of how it right. was all, all put together. Um, but I, from what I understand that I'm reading, I could be dead wrong about this. And I would, again, I would like to ask them. About no, no, I think this. that's right. So then they all, this is the first stop. So basically they were like writing shit by themselves, as you could imagine. And then they came to the table. That's why these songs feel so fucking like different. Like they were away from each other, not writing together. They were writing separate. This is what you get right. when they write separately. So at first hearing it, I was a little thrown off at, at the amount. I liked it, but I was like, damn, these songs are mad different from each other. That's why. That's why they're mad different from each other. They didn't write them together. They wrote them completely separate. So Dripping Tap is really the only one that they kind of all wrote together. That's why it's the first single. Uh, Magenta Mountain's the second single. And then Kepler 22B is the third single. Um, and those are uh, those are some bangers uh, on the album. But I, I will start off uh, uh, this thing by saying uh, I skip the Dripping Tap. And I think I mentioned that already. I, I don't like it. Ugh. It's too long. It's like 18 minutes. It's the same, bro. It's the same. I, that's cool, but like, it's like the river. It's like, fuck, dude, I can only listen to it one or two times. And then I'm like, yeah, I get it. But like, I'm not hating on the song. I can't. Sure. I, I maybe, I don't know, man. I'm just, I just have to be in a, a like a, when I'm driving for four hours, I'll listen to it. No problem. But like. Per- perfect road trip song. No question about it. Perfect road trip song. I guess I don't have that much time. I'll say perfect road trip album. Time to kill. Um. Uh, there's too much episodes of The Office I'm trying to catch up on. Uh, and, and, <laughs> um, 
it's uh, it obviously includes a ton of stuff psychedelic rock um progressive rock heavy metal synth pop folk jazz r&b soul rapping i mean prog jam they got a ton of fucking shit in there um and that's kind of uh the coalescence of the album and that's i think brian has it right where we should only talk about a few songs a piece and uh that that's why it's hard to talk you can't really talk about the whole album you could really just pick and choose songs that you individually liked but right i mean there's some fucking bangers on that song that tittle my tits so like they're not everybody's they're not everybody's because i've i've put out you know that like such and such was a really good song and it has these same vibes and uh People don't agree all, all the way. So I like that. I like that the Giz versus Diverse. So give me your first song, Brian. I agree. After knowing uh, well, all that information, you can say, great job, Tommy. And then you can give me your first yeah, song. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thank you. Uh, that was fantastic, Tommy. Also, I, 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 I can't just – we're not going to just skip over my pee on Dripping Tap. I love me some Dripping Tap, man. Dude. Yeah, we big, can start Big fan. Dripping. I, I haven't I – haven't, uh, yeah, I just – I can't even skip it anymore. The last few times I've heard it, you like, it ends – it ends the way it starts, kind of with Ambrose. The, that last time, that 18 minute at the end, I was like, bitch, drop it again. Drop it again. And I would have been right on with it, dude. Like, oh, I, I, yeah. Now I'm like, if I don't see that, well, I will. But no, they're gonna if play they don't play that live when I see them, I'm going to be pissed. They'll play. Now, I, I need it in my life. Live, it's going to every song I, live. There's not a song that they had that, besides the rapping one, live that I'm. It's going to be better live. Like, yes, it's good when oh. I hear it. I'm into it. Headphones, whatever. But, like, live is a different experience, and I couldn't agree more with you. It's going to be lit. I can't wait. Uh, long songs can throw yeah. me off. I like long songs, but the epically long, like Crumbling Castle, great tune. Polygon Waterland, amazing. I don't I don't want to see that song live for another 20 years. i got to be honest. I we've We've been fortunate enough. These are first world problems. We've been fortunate enough to see it. I don't need to see Crumbly Castle for a very long time. It's very long. Now when they play it, I'm like, oh boy. But I can totally see. Like if 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 you've never seen it, if you're a huge Polly fan, you're so stoked to see that song and rock and roll. They opened they did a marathon set in uh Mexico the other day. They opened with Crumbly Castle. I was like, damn, that crowd is stoked. So man love, but I just don't want to see it again. Uh dripping tap, I am dying to see that join. Can't fucking win. Okay. Good to know. Is that the first yeah. song you wanted to talk about? Well, okay. It's a, I guess uh, since you opened that one, I'll, gonna pa- I'll go to the next one. We're going to pass the ball back and forth. You know what I mean? So that's why I ask. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so, you know what? Let's move on from that. I like quite a bit, which the first listen, I was like, this is boring. I'm not a big fan. Now I love Magenta Mountain. Yeah, their second single. Second single? I was like, oh, this is okay. Now I'm like, oh, man, it really takes me there. That's another one I really hope to see live. Uh, it's, I don't know if you know this or not, it's a, it was all based on Stu's dream. Stu had this, like, crazy dream, and he just, like, woke up and was like, but and in the dream, it was like, this is Magenta Mountain. It's basically heaven, you know what I mean? It's some sort of heavenly realm that Stu saw. And, like, the idea of, like, I I don't believe you. It's like, the, like Joey going back and forth with him, and then a- Ambie singing the, the Magenta Mountain thing. It's just cool, man. It'll, it's uh, it just feels very inspired and uh, wholesome at the same time, you know. Like Stu always seems to dream these like kind of funny things, and the fact that he just like went straight into dream mode and then into the song, and just told the boys about it. They're like, 
Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, the biggest song that sounds wacky. It's, it's just it feels wholesome and fun. Yeah, I, I uh, he's getting more and more wholesome. It seems maybe having a kid <laughs> has changed he's him a, daddy. a little bit. Maybe he's <laughs> yeah. a little more hopeful. It's still, I think, realistic, but also it seems like he's a little more hopeful for the world. Maybe he he wants to change it for the good. You know, instead of just this that's clear doom and gloom shit. We might be getting a new a new stew, a different stew. A different Dude, stew. Stew. Uh, stew. Stir the stew, buddy. Stir the stew. I liked it. I liked this song, too. I mean, I, I like that. You get, Hey, man, you remember that one song? It's good, dude. I totally I like it, too, bro. Uh, it's good, dude. Yeah. I, I mean, it's their second single for a reason. I liked it a lot more than Tripping Tap, but I can say that for most of the songs on okay. the record. Like, I, there's oh, that. It, it's just wow, the, rapping wrong, the rapping song and Dripping Tap that I skip. And I, it's not that I don't like Dripping Tap. It's just that... It could end eight minutes in. It doesn't need that <laughs> yeah, no, additional I mean, no ten minutes. Yeah. Like I, I, I just don't uh, need it. So I'll listen to it for like three or four minutes, and then I'm like, all right, bro, fucking, like, come on, dude, I want to hear the next <laughs> song. So that's just my personality. I'm sorry that I'm like that. I, I don't like the Grateful Dead. Like, I, 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 I just don't listen to that type of music. Maybe I'll have my Grateful Dead phase, but um, even jazz, you will, buddy. You even will. jazz that I listen to. Yeah, whatever. Let's not get lost. Anyways, um, but yeah, it's a great song. I mean, there's three writers on it. This album has a bunch of different writers on it. So it, it, it I like that they did that. I mean, they yes. clearly work together. I, I think they developed the music separate and then maybe wrote the lyrics together. It, it looks like that from just if you're looking at the whole album. Because there's obviously at the end, um, Stu takes over a little bit, uh, and uh, uh, Ambrose takes over, but Stu's pretty heavy in the end there. Um, but yeah, that's uh, Cookie gets some um, some Garden Goblins going. It's it's an amalgam album, so <laughs> like like I, like I mentioned. So it's a it's a really cool song. Uh, I liked Evilest Man. Ooh, got a little adjustment. Going okay, on. underwear Ooh. scrunchies. I hate mm. I hate male underwear, dude. It's the fucking worst. Nightmare, dude. What kind of underwear do you have? Nightmare. Oh, Who said I'm wearing underwear, brother? You're not wearing any? You commando guy? Comanche? I guess you just never know, huh? Comanche, buddy. I swear. No, 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 man. I got my huggies on, bro. I got a diaper, bro. We, we, we do a long podcast, man. I did that. I just, you know, you, you need comfort. I did that all off camera. All I got to do is switch this. This is such a, I'm glad that we're uh, we're doing it right now. I just switch this camera. I can do anything off camera and then just switch right back. It's perfect, baby. You can do anything, bro. We can do anything. Uh, Evilest Man is the song I wanted to talk about. What, what did you think about that? It's a good one. It's a good one? Uh, Very cool. It's a, it's a good one. It's it a great uh, one. It didn't catch my attention. It didn't catch my attention at first, honestly. Really? Then the lyrics, yeah. Uh, the lyrics are what brought me in that's, 100%. That's definitely what I, I enjoyed about it the most was, was the lyrics, actually. Th- that line, uh, what you read, you will become. Do you want to be just like the evilest man? I'm like, oh, my God, bro. I fucking despise the news. I feel like you, you yeah, I agree. You become whatever you watch, like. Right now, I am a pro basketball player because I've been watching the playoffs religiously. You know what I mean? So, like, and I'm be- I'm becoming Stephen A. Smith and these other flunkies that he's got. It's just the same if all you do is watch CNN or Fox News or whatever all day. It's just like you just become the new oval, you know. You know, Biden's at it again. You know, it's like, oh, God, here we go. You know, it's like. He even mentions. Yes, I agree with the sentiment. He even mentions the newspaper in there, um, like you said. So, it's. Yeah. It, it's. 
So at first, I, I just really liked the music, and I heard some of the lyrics, and I didn't fully uh-huh. understand, and then I had to read the lyrics, and I was like, oh, okay, now I, I get what he was saying. So I actually, it's funny, I went in reverse. I liked it less once I read, read the lyrics through, and I was like, okay, Hard. we get it, Trump. Okay. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I'm... Uh, so I get that theme. Um, I, I I didn't like it a whole bunch, but um, it's also some other stuff in there. I don't think it was a hundred percent about Trump, but it, it was. Uh, no, no, there's actually a name. I I didn't write. Uh, he says evil, evilest man, and then there's a word. I don't know if you have the lyrics in front of you right there. I do, but which it's it, it's it starts with an M after evilest after he says evilest man. There's a word. Oh my god. You, is it? Would you know what verse or chorus it's in? So, uh, do do you want uh, do you want to become just like the evilest man? The light. There's just one word right oh, under that. Uh, murder Chan. Murdo Chan. Yes. Okay. I, I had to look that up. I was. I don't. I was like, what does that mean? Gizzards always show me vocabulary. Rupert. That's R- Rupert Murdoch is the evilest man. Yes. Uh, he's done irrehensible damage to the Western society. I guess is what this person said. So. Uh, that's supposed to be. So he's he's an Australian. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know what he. Uh, I was gonna say prime minister, not a prime minister, but yeah, he's a politician from Australia. I was like, oh, okay, that makes well. Rock on. Okay, so he's a politician. So yes. kind of in the same vein of what I was talking about. I, I got the Trump vibes, but that's because sure. I'm an American, obviously, and I'm because you're American. Exactly. I only yep. care about this. So country. I was like, ah, oh. yeah. <laughs> I uh, it was cool. I like the song. I I do like the song. I like how that. I like that way of getting your message out. If you're gonna do, yeah, put that message out, which I think is a redundant message at this point. But uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I'm. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're all aware of how f- fucking stupid the news is. Like, how many times do we need to say that shit in the ether? It's like, bro, Fox News is the devil. It's like, yeah, I guess they're just ran <laughs> by people. They're ran by advertisement company. I saw this the other day, and I, I there's a lot. I'm bro. I'm a chill dude. You know what I mean. I like chill shit, but like, there's a very groovy. There's a I'm a groovy dude, but there's a weird line with like, this guy was like, "Hey man, think about it. We pay bills to live on a planet. You know what I mean, dude? Like, why are we?" And he just went in this rant, and I was like, "Dude, we're not paying bills. We're pooling resources so we can protect each other from other shit." Because from the beginning of <laughs> tribes and shit, tribes go, hey, man, what do they got? They got apples and shit over there. Let's go fuck them up, dog. Let's get over and there, And then bro. they go fuck them up, bro. Like, that shit is real, man. Like, I don't, I hate to be that guy, but, like, animals do that. You know what I mean? Like, they, they do, and we're animals. To think that we're not animals or we're better than animals, like, come on, bro. Like, no, that ain't real. Like, we're fucking animals, and we go to war for resources the way that fucking monkeys or uh, tigers, a lion fighting over meat, or uh, uh, hyenas. It'll be six hyenas, and he's like, what's up, motherfuckers? Let's get it on. And he will up, fight for that one, tiny piece, not tiny, but like uh, that big piece of fucking meat for him and his crew. And then, yeah, dude, so, like, to think that we're above all of that shit 100% is fucking retarded. So, like, we're not paying to live on a planet. We're paying, we're pooling resources together. We're doing shit together, and then... It's like I can't, I can't make carrots, uh, have a cow, a pig, and do all that shit. It's like no, my contribution is something, and then this guy's contribution, and this girl's it, 
It's all a pool of re- That's really what is society. That's not. We're not paying bills to live on a fucking planet, bro. That's not how it works. Money is weird, yes, for sure. But, anyways, very weird. What's What's the next song you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, our, uh, our, by the way, our contribution to the planet gives worse podcasts. You know what I mean? Uh, thank you, and you're welcome, guys. You know what I mean? My contribution is to try to make people happy and laugh. And that's as best that I can fucking do. And I know you try to do the same. So what? try to make people happy. Cheery boys. Try to make people happy, bro. Is there to I, do? I, I, that's it. That is it, buddy. Yeah, man. We're so honorable. Fuck you. All right. What do you want? What, so what's the next song you want to talk about? I feel about? bad honorable yeah, right dude. now. I'm so cool. Uh, well, you know there's no way I could, we could do this podcast without me bringing up the song. That would be inappropriate. Cookie. You know my track record. Cookie. You know I love my boy. God and Goblin, Big Bob. Uh, I, I'm going to be completely objective about it. You know, I, 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 give, I give Cookie a pass all the time. You know what I mean? I'm always like, yeah, amazing. It's Cookie. Uh, well, I say a little predictable. This sounds like a Cookie track. You know what I mean? Predictable. It's, it's right on. It, uh, it, it sounds super Cookie. It, it doesn't sound like nothing we haven't heard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's great. The Garden Goblin in my opinion, is definitely his Boston Terrier, right? He's he's spitting about this dog all the time. So I think it's his little Boston Terrier. He has a Boston like Terrier? Oh, you, no, you told me that before. You told me that. Dude, big, big, big Boston boy, man. Big Boston boy. So, like, so now I just, like, imagine this little Boston Terrier running around, like, a garden. It's like, that. And he, that's the goblin? Like, that's hilarious to me. So it feels pretty wholesome. I was, uh, I was yeah, when this album first dropped, it was the first one. I don't want to say the first one, but really really caught my attention i was like oh that's good and i was outside i was smoking a little bit we have this really funny little like garden gnome and i'm like looking at him i'm smoking i'm like that's the garden goblin it was just, it was very silly uh it just, it just feels fun wholesome very cookie vibes i dig it that's awesome man yeah i uh i enjoyed the song too um i thought it was Pretty happy, but the album's pretty happy. Um, well, um, some some of the album's pretty happy. Some of the album's pretty. This song in particular, yeah. it, it, it got me for happiness. Um, I didn't know it was about a <laughs> dog, so I'm reading the lyrics a little bit now, and I'm like, damn, that's fucking awesome, dude. That's a. <laughs> it is. It's adorable. Actually. Look, I, I, I gotta follow me. Cookie because I follow a ton of people got with you, Boston bro. Terriers. Um, I, I I gotta do that. That's uh. Yeah, I I I thought it was about a, a I thought it was about him tripping balls and like seeing something while he was uh tripping balls in in his little. Uh, I, I, listen, in his little I have garden. no confirmation of this. I have no confirmation of this, but I just I know, dude. He, I mean, th- th- that song "Best Friend." Like, he sleeps a lot. He's my best friend. That album, like on the cover, is like his little Boston in the background, like drawn. It's like it's just it's so it's so wholesome. So I was like, oh. So when it hit me, because I thought the same thing, I was like, this is like a trippy little journey for, for Cook. And I was like, wait, the Garden Goblin, that, that's his pub, man. And look, looking at me, it's, it's very funny. Yeah, Boston Terriers are dead serious <laughs> all the time. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. All right, well, <laughs> I mean, the next song that I wanted to talk about was Gaia. Uh, I think that's a, gim- a gimme. Gaia gimme. Um, gimme Gaia, bro. Gimme Gaia. Uh, straightforward lyric. Gimme Gaia, you know, Gaia. That's, that's not the... Super particularly cool part of it but i think it goes right on the same level as fucking uh um the chain of being i think it's like right in that same vein 
um, which is pretty fucking sick. I, I, I really enjoy that type of music. I know that's not for everybody necessarily, but it is for me. I like it. It's straightforward <laughs> metal. And it just fucking bangs. Live, speaking of live, like, that shit is fucking a hammer, dude. Um, he like Stu likes girls a lot, so uh, he writes songs about powerful women, and uh, yeah, that's what that's this song is about. The most powerful form of a woman, Gaia. I think that's uh, I'm, I didn't do any research. I'm just guessing because of, uh, on my brain, because I don't do research about chicks, bro. But I'm just guessing <laughs> that uh, it it's mother Gaia's mother Earth, right? If I'm not mistaken. It's the Earth personified as a goddess. As a goddess. Yeah. But Earth is rarely personified as a man, right? You know what I mean? It's Mother Earth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's saying Daddy Earth. That just sounds terrible. No one says Daddy Papa Earth. Papa Earth. Papa Earth. Not a soul, dude. Man Earth. Man- <laughs> Papa Earth's kind of fun. Man Earth is horrible, dude. <laughs> man Earth. Earth that is a man. Welcome to Man Earth. It's always a chick. It's always a chick. It's uh got to be man, yeah. It's mama. So, is the son a guy? Is the son a guy? Is the son a, a, a man? I don't know. This Too hot worth, to be a guy, bro. This isn't worth the conversation. This the song's <laughs> fucking sick. The uh, the guitar is unbelievably cool. The power of like, you know, all their guitars coming together and just and I know rocking. Yeah, there's some synth in there to back it up and. Dope ass bass, and it's just like mean drums. It's perfect, <laughs> yeah. But it's just perfect with the drums. It's not over the top. It's not too much with um anything. It's just a perfect, straightforward song, and I think that's why people like it a lot. If I had to guess, what what like if we took a, if all the King Gizzard fans took a vote on what their favorite track of the album was, I would assume this would be very high on that list. Uh, it's not. Not really one of my personal favorites, to be honest. Uh, I, I know, like you said, live it's going to be so rocking. I can't wait for that. Uh, yeah, you didn't, it, it'll you didn't make like me like it more. Of, no question. You didn't like I Chain did of Being either. I did, and the very first time I heard the song, I, I put on my I put on the Instagram story. Actually, I was like, "This song is great." Chain of Being and Self Immolate. If they had a little baby, this is that baby would they would be Gaia, uh, which is cool. I mean, it's not an insult. They're great. This would have fit nicely in rat's nest perhaps and uh yeah this and that it's just uh, that's not my it's not my favorite gizzard um i, I know they love doing it so that I, I know this is like Stu's shit Stu loves that rat's nest murder the universe kind of stuff so if he's having fun i'm having fun that's always what it comes down to but uh yeah it's it is right i think like um the voice like Stu's like really going in and stuff it's like yeah not my favorite gizzard cool ass track it's growing on me more the more i hear it and I very much realize that live, I'm gonna lose my shit. So, all, all positives, all positives. Wow, I haven't heard you have a reaction to a song, a King Gizzard song like that since Chain of Being. That's kind of crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, and- I, I feel insanely similar. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I find it. I I I, I wish there was more to divulge there, but. Is it just not your cup of tea as far as genre of music goes, or is it not complicated enough? Is it not? No. Like, what What is it? It's not fast enough. I think the uh, I am guy. Uh, it's it's like uh, I find them a little too like fantastical. 
and that 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 brand of that particular brand of metals like not my forte again i know our fearless leader very much fucks with it so again i like it if he's having fun with it but like it's just it's never been my my taste so to speak uh i do i like this more than great shade of being no question about it uh great shade of beans like too it's almost like too theatric in my opinion you know uh yeah I, so again i dig it but it's, it's just it's not my it doesn't tickle my fancy the way so many others do so i and i this isn't to have an argumentative conversation at all um yeah uh, i i i wanted to know what your opinion was but um i don't th- so fantastical is a word that I would use to describe King Gizzard, period. Um, yes. <laughs> I, I, I think they're a fantastical band from all the way up. Like, from Nonagon on, it's fantastical. Um, it, it, that's generally when I think it started, where it's like they kind of yeah. bought they bought into the lore of themselves. Now, that sounds weird and maybe arrogant in, in some ways. but No, like, we, we, we forced them into it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So if we force them into this Lord of the Rings esque genre, we can't be shocked when they give us a. They don't. I I think they appropriately portray gods, and usually these Great Chain of Being was about a god. Guy is about a god. I think that's generally what we're talking like. It's a power immense that we can't even fathom. And in order to impress that, I think you can't have a voice that's like, hey, guys, I'm here to stay. And I know I'm exaggerating. <laughs> I know I'm exaggerating. But, like, I, I the, the Stu has a weird voice, and I think he's still discovering it. And in this album, he sings the best that he's ever sang, uh, and I'm including Gaia in that. I think he's really coming into his own as a vocalist. Um, I think he's already an incredible songwriter and an incredible musician, but like vocals oh, yeah. for him didn't seem to be important until now. And now he's really developed himself as kind of a really good fucking singer. Ambrose, I've always thought, was the best singer in the fucking band. And then no Joey, problem. yeah, but then Joey's put out some stuff that I was like, fuck, bro, like, fuck joey like a couple songs have been like that's my favorite song on the album like what the fuck and i've never had that thought before so joey's really kind of come into his full peak and ambrose they're just all peaking at the same time just peeking all over each other bro so (laughs) i i it's pretty cool to fucking watch and be a part of and i think that's my opinion about gaia that's why i like it and and i i I think the vocals are appropriate. Not to get into you know, appropriate, yeah. a back and forth, but like I think fantastical is is the point. You know what I mean? I I it yes. is, I don't know, and I know you you're saying that that's not your cup of tea, but I I don't think it's as bad, or not. I don't think as bad. That's not the right way to say. It. I don't think it's. <laughs> I've seen a lot of cheesy shit that I don't like. Where whatever dude where it's just it's just like yeah yeah yeah. way like i can't get into it way over the who's like what what demonic dick are you sucking at night to come up with that voice and like that's not how you talk i said it to my my wife like this the worst singers on the planet are the ones that put accents on when they sing 
like they don't so sound like that at all and they're like hey y'all and this is how i sing now and they talk like this <laughs> like, i so sing weird. so soft and i put a little whisper yeah it's like dude you don't sound like that you were fucking doing an you're doing an impression of somebody else of that somebody sings. you like yeah you, that yeah. is exactly what you're doing <laughs> And that's not an original voice, and you could tell when people are doing a different thing. And these fuckers sing whatever comes out of their mouth is how they sing. Like they're not trying to sound like anybody else; they sound like themselves. So I guess when I'm li when I'm watching those fantastical metal bands, which I totally agree that are out there, they're just wokey, wokey, wokey. Like they don't get off stage and like, hey man, what you going down, murder? Yeah, right. It's not like hey, that, bro. bro. I'm sick, dude. I mean, if man, they are, God bless them. That'd be amazing, dude. That fucking, I'm into it, dude. Let's party. Well, you know, to to lead to your point, like, uh, wokey, wokey. as fantastical, yeah, to the to the, to the bogey, wokey point, as fantastical as figures can be, it's usually about something incredibly real. It's not about uh, sorcerers and magic and, and the like right. devil or whatever. You and know that's what it's I like, hate about those songs the most, dude. They're fucking like, I'm suicidal. Yeah. Gonna I shouldn't joke about that. It's I'm not, sorry. That's not, I just don't like songs about it. Do you, are you saying you do like those no. songs, Brian? Oh, you don't like those no. songs? Okay, yeah. No, I'm sorry, but like, uh, I could lean more into the gizzard world of it because, yeah, he's talking about Tupac. like, it's way too bonkers. It's too real, man. It's, it's too real. real, bro. Like, give me. A, I'm trying to exist in a fan. Maybe this is just how I absorb art. I want to exist in a fantasy world. You know what I'm saying? I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you saying? Well, we you know with it's like talk about guy as being this like super sister. I am you. I am me. We're the same thing. It's like I am all powerful, but also like you're out here killing me, man. Like this is crazy. You know, like so much. Oh, yeah, like, of course, I mean, of course. Since, you know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, dude, look how strong I am. Yet, y'all gonna be the death of me, man. This is crazy, bro. Like, I held and you I, down for how many summers? Like, damn. I don't concur with that sentiment. I think that planet Earth will be just fine. The species on it, however, we can greatly affect. <laughs> Ruh -roh. That that's a different conversation. I, I I think we can greatly affect species. We can also save species. We have the power to do a ton. Like there's no other species ever on the planet that has just decided, hey, we're gonna save you forever and protect you. No problem, panda bears. Don't worry. We know you don't want to <laughs> fuck and procreate. We got it, dog. Like that's pretty crazy, dude. Like we protect. So cute. Thank so, God they're cute. So I really don't accept the full argument that like we're all the devil and trying to kill the earth. It's like no, we're not, dude. Like there's a lot of humans out there that are trying to protect it vigorously, and the science that is coming out, dude. That dude that came up with the dude that dude. God, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't <laughs> be talking about this stuff. That gentleman scientist man guy who came up with uh uh that. The thing that rakes the ocean that I don't know how yeah, good it yeah, is yeah. for the ocean, but it rakes it, it doesn't rake it. <laughs> I, I think it just like grabs the top I mean, layer of trash. Yeah. But there's shit on the bottom. I'm not debating that. But like it takes the floating plastic and it, you know, fucking takes it. And we've I, I think from what scientists have lied to me about, they say that we're really good at recycling nowadays. Uh, and I've seen Coca-Cola's commercial, and there's no way that they're lying to me. And they, they definitely... No way. Uh, uh, no way they're lying to me about anything. And they say that they're great at recycling now. So I do think that we're trying the best that we can as humans. We're also making up for errors that previous generations have done. Yeah. So... Sometimes listening to the, in other words, and sometimes listening to this music, I'm just kind of not them in particular, but like that type of music where it's just like 
bro, I said it earlier. It's like it's disingenuous the way that you're presenting that argument sometimes when like, no, there's a lot of fucking people trying their ass off, try like busting their ass to do something great. And I'm not saying that they're not acknowledging them in any kind of way, but this is my point. God damn, I'm so fucking stupid at, at getting to the end. My point is that the earth is more powerful than any species that lives on it. There, we're just sure. the earth is just way more powerful, way more cons- complex than most people understand. It will wipe us the fuck out and not care at all. It doesn't miss not us. Not blink. Yeah. So that's what I got from the song. I didn't get that we were like beating it up. I got that like, bitch, you better be scared of me, motherfucker. It's throwing hurricanes at us at a higher clip than it's ever been doing <laughs> it, dude. It's like, oh yeah, you think it's hot now, bitch? Hi. Let me turn that heat up, dog. Like it, it can fuck us way more than it can we can fuck it. We can try, but like we're not sent even if we wanted to send nukes to the like core and do some like <laughs> get back at it. Do some like vengeance shit. You know what I mean? Like I don't know that I don't know that that's gonna happen, bro. I, I, I think the earth will we're fleas. We're fleas on a dog, and I don't know that we're sucking enough blood out. Maybe we are, that's a terrible metaphor, but like there's enough of us. To suck enough blood out, but I, I looked at it. Dog, I, I always look at it as the Earth is like insanely powerful. It will kill us all. It doesn't give a fuck about us. Our maintenance sometimes is counterproductive. Of like, like we protect the forests quite a bit, but it's not unusual for lightning storms to just start forest fires and burn the whole bitch down and no doubt. restart. That's not unusual. That's a whole thing. So we protect it we stop that from happening all over the place we stop that from happening in this country we stop that from happening and i know australia does shit like this too they're fucking fantastic Hell, they're huge as around dude they have i saw this kookaburro uh video about this <laughs> like, rich uh neighborhood in australia where uh they like fenced in their neighborhood uh to you know make it a nice neighborhood or whatever this video was criticizing like the rich people or whatever and what ended up happening is like they fenced in a bunch of kookaburros and they're, I don't know if they're like endangered or whatever, but they couldn't kill them. It's illegal to kill them or whatever. So they just like produced and now they're like, Cooper Bears are like pigs basically. Outdoor yeah, dogs. They're, they're like a looking. hybrid. They are fucking adorable. I love them. And they just taken over people's yards, like these super high end houses. And they got like 20 Cooper in their front yard just eating their grass and shit and fucking Amazing. it all up, pooping all over the place. It is hilarious, man. Uh, I don't, I forgot what my point is with that, but uh, Cooper Bears are the shit, man. You know what I mean? Save the Cougar oh, Bears, man. Australia, yeah, they're doing great, great shit with. Uh, and I don't know this uh, douchebag that they were talking about in this other song um, at all. He could be a fucking terrible politician that's doing bad stuff. But it looks from the outside, it looks like Australia's doing great stuff for the environment. You know, uh, of course, they're awesome, like. dude. Yeah, but we do a lot of good stuff. From. I think we rival them equally. In you know, a lot of people were like, you know, fuck it, let's drill here, man. It's like. Where do you think we'd have to drill at in order to get oil from the? There's a reason we don't want to do that. It's like it, it's yeah. national parks, oh. dipshit. You know what I mean? We're we're gonna stick an oil field in the middle of the Rocky Mountains? Are you fucking stupid? Tight. Oh my it, god. Exactly. It's like that, that. There's a lot of stuff that's restricted, and that's what I'm talking about. It's like, yeah, the government can be evil, but who do you think fucking made that illegal? It was a president, and it was a a, a government entity that keeps it the way it is. So I. It's both sides of the coin. I think it's both. I think it's disingenuous to say it's like, uh, we're all bad and evil. It's like, no, a lot of us care about the environment. A lot of us care, I think, personally. In Colorado, everywhere else, you guys don't get, you're bad people. 
<laughs> King Gizzard speaks to the people that care, brother. And that's important, Brian. Do you have another song that you wanted to talk about? Kind of like my last one. Uh, I figured you would like this one a bunch, I think. This uh, is your last one? Yes. Amber Gris? Amber Gris? But, uh, if you can't pronounce it, then we're not going to talk about it, bro. I think it's it just fine. I, I feel pretty confident about that uh, pronunciation. <laughs> uh, it, it's, get, em- uh, get Emily on the podcast. She can read. Get her on yeah, the podcast. Good-ass reader. Good, Mean-ass reader, for sure. Uh, Joe, very, very heavy Joey vibes. It's super Joey'd out. Uh, it feels like it feels like a mild high club collaboration. It's like jazzy and smooth. Uh, I think Joey's best uh, lyrical track. Um, I, I should, sorry, I should say singing wise. I think he sounds great on this. Uh, will they ever play live? I don't know. I think it will sound really cool live. Uh, I would like to see it quite a bit. Uh, it just feels yeah, feels really funky, groovy, jazzy. Uh, that word, I don't know if you looked that up, that ambergris, what that means. It's a whale-like substance. Yeah, it's just so weird. It's like, it originates like the secretions of the intestines of a sperm whale. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it feels like... It's also used for fragrances. It sometimes feels like they just find stuff on the internet or like hear it in a documentary and they're like whoa bro and then they just start writing about it and there we go i really think so somebody just has an idea about that it, it, it definitely feels like that yeah exactly like, are these guys just that much well more well spoken than i am they just have a deeper a deeper dictionary than i do like what the hell what do they teach of these kids in australia well spoken yeah oh yeah what the hell's going on? Then i see them on the interviews i'm like wait that guy knows that word. I'm like, what? What's going on here? Yeah, bro. But they just read it in a fucking um, catalog. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, I, I wouldn't put too much weight in that. I hear it. Uh, just reading Kookaburra documentaries and shit. Uh, a Kookaburra documentary. <laughs> um, we should get one of those, man. Be the Gizmo's podcast, Matt Stop. I'm trying to see if this is. Yeah. That so. I definitely again. I mean, I like the track. I like the songs. Uh, I, I like the song rather. I like the uh, the lyrics. Um, not a whole bunch to say lyrically. It was a little confusing for me, but I'm a dumb person. And, uh, no, I'm, I'm right there. Yeah. Uh, but I not I a sound tight though. I have to. I think the whole album sounded tight, and I'm not the smartest. So like, there are some really really smart King Gizzard fans that just understand shit and like you know do, sure. do all the research and I do enough research to like it, but I don't go overkill where I'm like, I got too much shit to do, bro. I can't go that much into it. I can go into it, but not that where I, I can't look up every fucking word that I don't understand. Like a, like it's a goddamn. Uh, I don't. That's a reason I don't read. You know what I'm saying, bro? That's the whole <laughs> reason I don't read. I'm I'm not. I listen to audiobooks and when I listen to them I can tell contextually how what words mean. 100%. I know way more words based on context than I than I know from reading them or someone explaining to I me in dictionary say I my vocabulary has been developed through conversation 100% of the way. I've never actually came to that conclusion until right now before, but that is a my communication is my the way I work. So 
very rarely am I, am I able to sit there and just like fucking figure it all out, especially this stuff, because there isn't a fucking we are the audio book to this shit. You know what I mean, dude? Like there is not another <laughs> yep. person out there going through this shit the way that we are. So <laughs> we are the audio book. You Amazing. To, be, to get it all at once. You know what I mean? Where you don't not going through all the individual research yourself. Um, what do you think about the Grim Reaper? Uh, tight. Cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, you know what? Tell me. This one feels even more like Beastie Boy to me. Uh, lyrically kind of cool. I, I think it'll grow cool. on me time. Lyrically cool. You know cool. what I mean? I, 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 think, I think the sound will grow on me eventually, but I'm not all, I'm not all the way sold just yet. It felt like a Disney cartoon wrote it for their version of a Grim Reaper, and uh, not a, not a yeah, Disney like cartoon, a... a cartoon, whatever. Um, I didn't like care a for it a whole duck, yeah. I didn't care for it a whole bunch. Yeah, I didn't care for. It. I think I think lyrically it could have been applied to a better song, and then like maybe sang True. or something like that. But lyrically, it's a great song. There's really fun. Yeah, right. Huh. I I like the confidence. I like the the swag of it. Um. That's why I like Gaia. That's why I like Chain of Being. I like that, like, fill you up with energy type vibe. Um, and lyrically, this one has that. But despite the name and despite the death theme, it's more taking onus of uh, who the Grim Reaper is, you know, and what he is or her is. You know, it could be a girlfriend. You never know. It could be Amber Heard. Yeah, Amber Heard could be the Grim it Reaper. It could be. You don't no know. No question about it. I, actually, I'm pretty sure. Sometimes you do. The, uh, no, she is. She, she is. She, she could be. She is. Now that I think about it, she is. 100%. Um, yep. you, oh, yeah. Yep. Did you have a favorite song? Um, I'm sure we already talked about it, but did you have a favorite song on the album that you want to wrap up with uh, before we get into our uh, Oh, end my God. Game? Yes. Thank, thank you for throwing me in there, actually. Yeah. Uh, Fuck yeah. It, it might be my favorite. I didn't even write notes about it. I just, like. I've read about it already. I like, feel strongly about it. Uh, Kepler twenty two B man, big big time fan of that. Uh, okay, love the sound. I think it sounds very modern, very cool. It's a, uh, it just feels like advanced gizzard at this point for me, man. I love the lyrics, man. It's just you talking about being like a creative little kid, and he was. He, I think he called himself a ghetto um, ghetto engineer, which I thought was pretty funny, and about like helping like creating a telescope and. He was like grumpy. He was like a grumpy kid, kind of, and he just wanted to escape. And Kepler Twenty Two B was the place for him, you know. And like, the sh- I, I, I kid you not, I'm like listening to the song and reading the lyrics, and I was, I was stuck. Bro. I was like, I was right there with him. I was like in that, I think the same mindset when he said he built a telescope and he looks up in the sky at Kepler Twenty Two B, and somebody else is looking at him, looking back at him, and like, oh, I, I was like, oh my god, it's so tight. It's like somebody trying to escape over here, but he's trying to do the same thing, you know. It's like. It was cool, man. It was a cool little message. Uh, I like the song a lot. It really like it just hits. It, it feels very uh, just honest and cool. It's I love the way it sounds. So, then that that sounded great. Then I read the lyrics and I was like, oh my god, dude. Uh, that that obsession is good for you. You know, I was like, Ooh. It, yeah, it was cool, man. It, like inspired me in odd ways. Just to put it in perspective, uh, the dripping tap, magenta mountain. Kepler twenty two B, Gaia. Yeah, that's the first. That's the first four tracks. <laughs> yup. Those are all arguable, and people say that Gaia is the best song on the album. So those first three are singles. 
bang, 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 bang. That's yeah. what I. That's what I think about the album. The first four songs. Heavy top. Heavy top. Unfucking real, dude. And then the rest. I'm not saying it's arguable, but in my opinion, up until the Grim Reaper, Persistence is good. Up until the Grim Reaper. I like Persistence, yeah. Me too. Uh, up until the Grim Reaper, and I even like Candles in the Funeral. Yeah, the no, Funeral's fire, yeah. Funeral's fire. <laughs> we didn't even talk about that, but the Funeral's yeah. sick. Uh, it's, it's a killer It's a killer album, man. I couldn't so, disagree more with that with that comment of the album doesn't start to a guy I, I met. I could not disagree more with that because I'm in love with those three. The, the, those three starting tracks, I'm absolutely in love with. Was, I, oh, I, I'm a fan of getting them, getting them hard, getting them fast. Just like, kick them in the chest. Uh, I, for sure. The best performers, man. They get out there and they just, it's a boom. It's not a slow boom, burn. Bro. It's oh, not like, oh, they're building up two hours in, we're going to be really good. No, nah, bro. Like, it is. That first 15 minutes is flame. Then then you could do whatever you want. Then you could just get up there and fucking... John Mayer, man. I, I did not want to like John Mayer when I saw him live. I would, did not want to leave Groovy. that show going, dude, John Mayer is one of the best guitarists I've ever seen, but John Mayer is the best guitarist I've ever seen. He not might be. He hands down is the best guitarist I've ever seen, period. Better than everybody. He's good. It's better than everybody in King Gizzard. And I know I don't mean to flame you guys, but if you haven't seen the motherfucker live, then don't don't even comment on this fucking podcast about how I'm wrong. <laughs> you have no idea what you're fucking talking about. The dude can put on any hat for a guitar ever and just be like, he'll be the master of it. Check in it out. It's unbelievable how good that dude is. Uh, of course with the Grateful Dead now. That's mind-boggling, bro. <laughs> there you go. There you go, King Gizzard fans. That's all you need to know. John Mayer is the... It's like when I tell people that Travis Barker is the best drummer I've ever lived. They're like, no! Like, yeah, no. yeah it's like, we get it, man. All right, dude, whatever. Believe what you want. But I've played drums since I was fucking like three years old, dude. Like, I know about... Th that's the one thing outside of comedy I know about drumming. And that motherfucker's... I mean, whatever. Dude, he, top to bottom, left to right. He is... The shit. I've never. He's a machine. I've never seen anybody like that ever. If you put John Mayer in a band with Travis Barker, put Vic, <laughs> oh boy. Victor Wooden on bass, bro. Give me Damn. Get, get put fucking me real, in the bro. seats. Get, get, get fucking real, bro. Get fucking real, man. Let's. Get, what are we talking about now? Um. So yeah, bro. Uh. I I I I really like the album. I I think it. There's hits on all. There's some misses but there's that's not my cup of tea and i think there's an audience for that so i can't sit here and be like no this song sucks it doesn't suck it's just not my cup Nothing of tea sucks, I, dude. it yeah. none of none of this album sucks in my opinion um, and if we're and we haven't even spoken on this but nothing on this album could suck in my like literally like they this is their 20th studio album bro that, that that's a feat my man like this album had to be as i said a flex it had to be i I had so much, maybe that's why my initial re response, I was like, it's okay. It's because I had such high expectations for this album, dude. Your 20th fucking record, man, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. And it had to be a landmark, pivotal piece of King Gizzard. And this to me, I, I after hearing it a lot, this is their best shit to 2017, bro. I can say that completely, without any hesitation, their best shit since 2017. Since like Murder of the Universe, since Flying Microtonal Volume One, it 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 got me right back into yep. In case I was ever questioning it, still the best band on the planet. And I I think this is what I meant by 
the meme that I posted was like it, it's they're never not getting better. And you post you posed a question to me, and we'll end on this. Um, we have to end on this. Um, <laughs> so, oh, the timer's back. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I'm gonna fix this, and then I'll edit this part out, and then, boom, I'm just gonna move you up a little bit. And stretch you out a little bit. There we stretch go. Stretch me out, buddy. Okay. <laughs> we have 10 minutes. Let's just wrap it up. So you posed a question to me uh, the other day about how are they getting better? Um, are, are they, Have they gotten stagnant? Are they just kind of getting in a routine of just like, okay, we, we, we wrote songs. Let's put out an album. We wrote songs. Are they interested in getting better? And I think the answer is unequivocally after this album was put up, yes, they are getting better, 100%. Individually, they're getting better as musicians. Um, and I think that was an important part that we mentioned in the beginning, that they wrote a lot of these songs separately and then came together, it feels like, for the vocals. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, definitely not Dripping Tap. But they are getting better individually. Now, the next album, we're really going to see where they've gotten together as a band. Even So better. curious. And I, I think <laughs> yeah. after touring this music that they've had sitting in their laps, not able to really tour that much outside of Australia, we're going to see them boom, boom, and like blow up. And they've, I think it's one of those things where it's like you're not, if you were to watch an entire, if you're watching episodic, episodes episodic episodes if you're watching episodic tv shows week to week you can't really see the progress but when you just binge watch it you see the progress so fast it's like immediately right if you were to just find king gizzard and you just start and, and you listen to their first album to now you would be like holy shit this band got way fucking better so there's no question to me that this band has gotten better so um to answer your question from not so long ago that that's my answer to that Oh yeah, do you, do I you couldn't have, agree with you more, man. Do you have a response? No. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, hell it's, yeah, bro. Dude, it's uh, I got like I just said, man, the best band on the planet. It's not even close. I think there's there's nobody even uh, <laughs> as uh, it's such a fan thing to say. There's just, there's nobody knocking on that door, man. I, there's there's acts that I admire maybe just as much that I truly love. I support. They throw out a record. I'm copping it, no question about it. But the way that they entangled us in in it and like you said they're just the individual progression how it's only going this way so the sky's the limit man i i'm so curious about what's coming up next i feel like they i think it'll be a i don't want to say step back i just think it'll be like the next will be a little more chill maybe i'm probably wrong but uh i'm really curious to see what we got the boys are still out here killing it itching to see these guys itching i said i said this the other day to um to somebody I, I said, well, they're the last King Gizzard's the last real rock band that's out there. They're, they're <laughs> the last real rock band, and he was like, oh, I don't think that's true. And I was like, okay, I mean, they they <laughs> are, but that's that that's totally fine. And he was he was like, well, what about Queen of Stone Age? And I was like, we can stop this conversation right now. We don't have some to people really love the Queen of Stone Age. That's fine. Right? They can keep that opinion to themselves. Like they're not the last rock band. They're not the hat that I'm hanging that on. You're gonna tell me that. Dude, if I I don't if I didn't know King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard and you just told me that name and they're like they're the last rock band that exists, I'd be like, dude, just on the name alone, I kind of believe you. I, I need to hear some music right? first, but like, I kind of fucking believe you, dude. This they are, especially the and then the next level is like seeing them live. Cause like 
once you start asking people questions like, oh, have you seen this band live? Have you seen that band live? Like, I've happened to see Queen of Stone Age live at a younger age. So, like, when they were <laughs> hot or whatever, it right. wasn't on purpose. Believe that. But um, it was okay. Dude, the first time I saw King Gizzard, no, nah, that's not fair. The second nah, time I saw like, King Gizzard, that's not fair. That's not fair. <laughs> well, I was also zooted kabooted. The second time was is also not fair because I pawned open up for him and it was just like, and it was outside, the stars were there, bro. It was fucking amazing. So, like, there is almost no time up until Atlanta that is a fair analysis of them for me where, like, the uh, allure had had gone away. And let me tell you something, bro. Fucking, that was one of the best shows I, I, I've ever seen. I mean, I, I almost saw the, one of our friends that we were with almost got in a fight, like, eight times. <laughs> smacking dudes' hats off, throwing beers up and shit. It was fucking... It was awesome, dude. Like there was, dude, that shit was amazing. Girls trying to get in front of us that were like tiny. And we're like, what are you doing? Get the fuck out of here, bro! It was. We posted up in that shit too, man. That was a fucking. And then ever since, they've never not been impressive to me. They've always changed and just been something new and evolved. And um, yeah, that's a good way to wrap up the podcast. I think it's a great album. Uh, it took some time to get out the review, but um. I, I think we'll be doing a little more stuff on Instagram to stay consistent with the stuff because I think King Gizzard's coming back. So we're going to be coming back. Definitely back, baby. I mean, they, they, they're putting out documentaries, behind-the-scenes shit that we need to review and talk about. And I think we, – and we've talked about this off the air. I think the next step is interviews, and we need to push harder for that in any, any way, shape, or form. We need to get in there. We need to get in there and talk to somebody over there. We've got the production. We can make this happen. Like, come on, dude. What? We, they follow us on Instagram. Help us out. That's you. Help us help you. You know what I'm saying, bro? Stu, I know you're watching this right now, man. I know you. Look at that (laughs) TV. Look at that TV, (laughs) motherfucker. Um, Also, guys, like I mentioned, the Miami shirts. uh, If you want to get your pre-orders in, this is kind of the last time to do that. If you you want to guarantee (laughs) a T-shirt, because you're not guaranteed unless you pre-order it. Otherwise, it's it's a little watery whether or not you're going to get one because people are soaked claiming them so like definitely on the door right now we're not gonna get more than we get because they're coming out it's it's literally it's shaving off the the even this is all even steven for us bro we're not making (laughs) anything off this shit so definitely get your pre-orders in if you want to guarantee one otherwise there's no way in hell we can guarantee it for you unfortunately (laughs) because um you know i'm this is uh this is fake wood i'm living in a in a a manure don't let it pull you yeah uh yeah dude Thanks a lot for being here, guys. We'll catch you next time. Uh, probably next week we'll, we'll throw out something, so we'll talk to you soon. Thanks yeah. a lot for listening, guys. Follow us on Instagram. Don't slip on the drip. Don't slip on the drip. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, Tommy O'Neill uh, is the YouTube channel, and um, you can find us everything else on Gizverse Podcasts, um, I think, on everything. Any Anywhere that you guys can listen to podcasts. So talk to you guys soon. We're Peace. Lit.